This is Update One, the podcast of the National Press Club in Washington, D.C. Update One provides a forum for listeners to learn about national and international stories, focusing on journalism and communication issues, news and politics. Now, the latest edition of Update One. Welcome to the National Press Club Update One podcast. I'm Lincoln Smith, and we are joined today by the Secretary General of the International Federation of Journalists, Mr. Anthony Belanger. Welcome, Anthony. Hi, Lincoln. You have been the International Federation of Journalists Secretary General since September 2014. You hold a Ph.D. in history having worked the predominance of your career as a journalist in the French print media. Can you share with us a bit about the history of the International Federation of Journalists to include the IFJ mission? It was founded in 1926 in Paris by a few unions around the world at the invitation of the French Union, my union, the the SNG, Syndicat National des Journalistes. Then, over time, it became the world's leading organization for the profession, and today it represents uh, nearly 600,000 journalists in 150 countries. Uh, our headquarters is in Brussels. The IFJ has many missions. I don't have enough staff and time to do uh, them all. We are a kind of fire brigade uh, trying to deal with the emergencies of the profession uh, around the world. As the Secretary General of IFJ, what remain among your greatest challenges? The greatest challenges, the biggest challenges for, for, for us are, of course, the future of journalism. Uh, if I have to choose one. And um, because the pandemic, uh, the COVID-19 pandemic, has changed all the balances, and from now on, we will have to work so that the remuneration, the remuneration of GAFAM is directly shared between journalists and media. But uh, there is also the problem of the safety and the protection of journalists, of course. We published in our global uh, white paper uh, in last March, 65 journalists were killed in uh, 2020, last year, and um, 235 journalists are still in jail, uh, and uh, the most, uh, most of them uh, in, uh, in, with total impunity, and it is uh, a real problem for us today. To the journalism profession, Anthony, you have said, quote, the profession faces huge challenges today. The security of our colleagues remains elusive. Many countries have warned the reign of impunity for crimes against fellow journalists threatens freedom of expression in many regions of the world, end quote. Can you expand on this quote? Yes, a story from the BBC, the British Broadcasting Corporation, dated uh, to April 2020, entitled China Driving Out 
journalist. EU says after BBC Sudworth leaves details the harassment of BBC reporter John Sudworth by Chinese authorities. As a result, uh, Mr. Sudworth uh, left mainland China after nine years for safe haven in Taiwan. Uh, what are among your comments on this most recent story regarding Mr. Sudworth? At least uh, 18 foreign correspondents were expelled from China in 2020, and we are truly concerned uh, about the decline of media freedom. The harassment of John Sudworth is a typical example of China trying to control the narrative over what's happening in the country. The BBC has been caught up in rising tensions between the United Kingdom and China. In February, the UK's government revoked the broadcasting license of state-owned China Global Television Network, and Beijing retaliated by banning the BBC in China. We have urged the Chinese government uh, to stop harassing and using coercive uh, tactics against uh, foreign correspondents. To expand on that a bit, Anthony, why is the security of journalists under such threat around the world today in 2021? I can mention, of course, uh, a few countries like uh, Mexico. Uh, it's the most uh, dangerous country for journalists in the world. Um, uh, Afghanistan, uh, Pakistan, India, but also Myanmar, China, Saudi Arabia, Turkey. Uh, to be honest, there are so many countries where it's so difficult to, to be a journalist today. Over to Russia, Anthony. Do you believe freedom of speech is on the rise in Russia or perhaps not? It's a real good question. It depends on the situation and um, the case. I know uh, that our union, the Russian, uh, Rouge, Russian Union of Journalists, is working very hard to remind people that Russia is a democracy, that it must allow journalists the freedom to work. But we have to admit that is, uh, for us, a daily struggle. Our job is always to remind people that freedom of the press is one of the pillars of democracy. And uh, it's the case in Russia every day. Uh, it's a daily struggle, but it's the case also in France, in UK, in Myanmar, or in many countries. Nothing uh, today can be uh, taken for granted. Anthony, we talked about the nation of Myanmar earlier, and to the nation of Myanmar, civilians have indeed been arrested for speaking with cable news network CNN reporters. Over the long term, do you see the conditions in Myanmar improving for journalists or not? The situation in Myanmar has been dramatic since the coup outbreak in February, and journalists are risking their lives to report. To silence journalists, the military coup leaders 
or the road telecommunication companies and internet services to block social media platforms and shut down their networks to stop access to information and news. Five independent media have been shut down. Uh, journalists are in hiding and uh, are not getting paid, but yet they continue to report. The international community uh, cannot remain silent. We have recently made a submission to the Australian government asking them to oppose the grotesque human rights violations of the Myanmar military regime through diplomatic representations in international affairs and with the implementation of sanctions. We also uh, need urgent support for journalists on the ground who are very much in peril. Over to the imprisonment uh, a bit again, uh, Anthony, of now 235 journalists around the world. Can you briefly highlight which of the nations are the biggest violators? The biggest prison in the world is Turkey for journalists. In Turkey, we have uh, we are still 67 journalists in jail. In general, Europe is the worst region in the world. Europe has 91 uh, journalists in prison, 67 in Turkey, but also uh, in Belarus, uh, around 13 today, Azerbaijan, Russia, and for us it's a real, real problem and we are working with the uh, European Council uh, in order to find a, a way uh, for these journalists. And I, I don't forget, of course, uh, Julian Assange in the United Kingdom. The second country is Egypt, with the 20 uh, journalists in prison, and Africa in general has uh, 56 uh, journalists in prison. And it, it, Africa is the second region in the world, just after Europe. Just after the Asia Pacific, with 47 journalists in prison, and of course uh, China is the third country in the world with 20 journalists in jail. And in Asia Pacific, we have also the part of the Middle East, the little part of the Middle East and the Arab world, with 33 journalists in prison, and of course in Saudi Arabia, uh, with 14 uh, journalists. In closing, Anthony. From your perspective, if it was possible to compare overall media freedom of some 50 years ago with that of today in 2021, which time might have a higher level of media freedom? To be honest, it is really uh, difficult to compare uh, two eras uh, that have nothing to do with each other. I am an historian, and I know that the comparison as such is meaningless. And I refuse to say that it was better before. The political and diplomatic uh, world was totally different. But in the meantime, we see that the profession uh, changes and involves with technology. But journalism remains the same because you have to go and do your reporting. You have to meet the people. You have to get your sources to talk, uh, working in teams in newsroom and write, of course, for TV, radio, 
uh, internet, uh, written press. And journalism does, does not change, but the media do. We are moving faster than um, 50 years ago. But are we doing better than 50 years ago? I don't know, and I'm not sure. What interests me is, uh, is that journalists and media workers can continue to do their job in the uh, 50 years' time under good conditions, good working conditions, and with a real ethics. But we know that it is a combat sport, a real combat sport, uh, and we have to remain uh, optimistic for our young colleagues who are coming up and who want to continue the mission, our mission, uh, that we have today. Mr. Anthony Belanger, General Secretary of the International Federation of Journalists, thank you for joining us on the National Press Club Update One podcast. Thank you very much, uh, Link, for your invitation. Update One is a production of the National Press Club's Broadcast Podcast Committee. You can comment on this podcast or any episode of Update One by sending an email to Update One Podcast. That's Update, the number one podcast, at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to Update One.